And ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're back. Woo! After not honestly that much time away, but we're back. <laughs> it's the new year, though. It's the new year. Yeah. The our our previous podcast was last year. Yeah. So it's it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, how I'll are you guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know how to do things anymore. I can barely recognize anybody. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we've been like uh, we talked about it just before going live, uh, doing nothing, like enjoying ourselves without like working on the the channels. Yeah, it's been uh, weird. <sighs> it's been really weird. Like I forced myself. Because part of it was I well also wanted like my team to be able to kind of relax. So we, uh, I was planning on doing a bunch of streams and extra stuff while we were in Arizona, while we were doing all that to try and fill out the content calendar. And then finally, I was just like. This is supposed to be kind of like a re reset, a reboot. Let's relax. Yeah. And it was freaking weird because I'm not used to that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's good. And it, when I do it, and I should do it more often as well. Um, when you then come back, you're you have like this newfound energy. You, you, you yeah. For me, at least, I, I'm like, let's do it. Uh, I'm still not there yet because I won't be doing a lot of things until Monday, but or till Monday, but. Uh, yeah, I'm already, and and to be fair, like I I I still had some like uh, things reach out. Like there have already been some review codes sent and some like other things going on. So it feels like this year is starting way faster than normal. Mm -hmm. uh, with of course the the amount of games that are already coming out in January and even February stuff um, that we will go over here. But yeah, it's been it's been nice. But how was your your trip? It was good. It was good. Um... Yeah, the boys traveled great. They're, they're little troopers. Um, Lockie and Ori got to swim in the pool. Ori got to swim in the pool for the first time. He's only six months old, so he got to hop in for the very first time. And the little bugger loves it. Like He was trying to like get out of my arms and just go swim by himself. So he's oh. going to be a little, a little uh, merman, no doubt. And in general, it was just really, really uh, good. It was rejuvenating. Went to a place with probably the best steak I've ever had in my life. This thing was a 12-ounce filet mignon. And that thing was, like, huge and stupid thick. Um, in the words of Lil Wayne, she was dummy thick. And, <sighs> my God, it was wonderful. Um, and then we also went to a speakeasy and it was like the whole premise of it was that it was supposed to evoke emotions and memories of prohibition. If you somehow remember that. And so like it's hidden in downtown Chandler. And if you want to find it, you get like a basic description, even on their website, it just says like follow the red light to the wooden door. And then they give you like a, a block that it's on a city block that it's on. So we ended up just like walking around trying to find it. And we finally were like, I think we're just going to give up and we're not going to find it. You're, oh, well. You were in exploration mode. Yeah. It sounds we, like. <laughs> we turned off the HUD and we were just going. <laughs> yeah. at it. Uh, and eventually we found it, you know, I, we were like, do we just tell everybody that we couldn't find this damn thing? And so we're like walking back to where we came from. And then I turn and on the side of the building is a singular light shining down. That's red. And I was like, 
Nice. That's that's got to be the the landmark thing, right? So we went over and there's, you know, behind a bunch of bushes, a hidden stairway down underneath the building. And then you walk in and it's a really cool bar with amazing drinks and stuff. But it was honestly, it was kind of cool because it was it was like you got to go on exploration mode, like you said, yeah, and find yeah. it. Um, and it worked nicely. There were no YouTube videos. Uh, no guides. Yeah. Go. Where were you <laughs> no. when I needed you? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Never say never. Uh, and, and I'm not sure if people like that are uh, uh, listening and watching. Uh, thank you for joining, of course, also in the new year. Hope everyone had a wonderful time with uh, family and friends, hopefully. Um, that your voice is a bit more relaxed than, than normal. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, um, is it also the first time that you're talking into a microphone? Yeah, well, I so we took off, I, I don't know how many, like two weeks from filming videos. And the streams normally give my, like, help my voice stay really strong because I'm talking for like four or five hours straight. Yeah. But yesterday I tried to film the first video back and it was um, just a pretty straightforward video. It'll be going up here in about five minutes on the main channel. But like a really straightforward fit video. But it took me like five freaking takes. It took me all afternoon to film this damn thing of just starting. I was like, no, I hate this. And then restarting and then doing it and starting over and over and over. So yeah, I filmed. Hours and yeah, I filmed, <laughs> no. I filmed the damn thing like probably three times over when all was said and done. But uh, as a result, my voice just went out. And so by the end of it, I sounded like a prepubescent boy. It's just like, okay, everybody, <laughs> my voice is just cracking all over the place. So it's still recovering. I have to work the muscles back up uh, and then they'll be fine. But yeah, yeah. yeah that's why nice. my voice might sound a little strained because I pushed it too hard. But Noob. we will see the result on the yeah. main channel. Well, what's the video about? What's the tease? Suicide page. Squad killed the justice. No. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. What uh, what else is there to say? There has not been any news. Kind of a, a general recap of everything. Um, also going through the fantastic article um, that was put together by Miller Ross, kind of breaking down and not, leaks. Uh, yeah, and uh, the debunking a lot of the stuff, but also adding in his own two cents. And we can talk about all that. Basically, my my main takeaway is that they really they've poured a lot into this project and it seems like a lot of the key talent within Rocksteady has pivoted off potentially there's reason to believe they might be going off to a new studio within DC um, because Rocksteady is about to basically just become a support studio for Suicide Squad for if it does well a yeah. while but even then like they apparently have data mined information that suggests that they already have like player or playable characters that are two years away like multiple season oh. passes and battle passes away i mean avengers had that as well though like that mm. that's kind of yeah i think that, that i think it's par just, for the course for these types it, of games yeah. but it does just still show you that these games are not designed to release and then okay well it wasn't received that well let's move on no, to no, the no, next you're thing right. you know it's they're putting all their eggs in the basket because yeah. they kind of have to yeah, so, yeah, basically, and this uh, kind of sounds harsh, but if you don't want Rocksteady to become a Suicide Squad studio, don't buy the game. It's like one way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, basically. Um, but at the end of the day also, and this was one of the more novel things that maybe I shouldn't spoil in my own video, but there was a really good Reddit post put forward by somebody 
that basically went through this whole theory breakdown of why they thought Sefton Hill and uh, Jamie Walker, yeah. the founders, left. And a lot of people have just assumed, like, oh, well, they left right before all of this crap hit the fan. So they must have seen that it was going to be bad and then left before it made them look bad. And that's one interpretation, which might be true. The other interpretation is that James Gunn has been talking a ton about how he wants to unify the games and the films. He wants it to be a much more integrated thing. And Rocksteady is going to be tied up for years very soon and unable to work on any major um, single-player adventures. Um, Like, Rocksteady's smaller than Naughty Dog, and Naughty Dog was saying that their whole studio would basically have to be converted if like the last of us online were to be um released and supported properly so as a result like it makes sense that maybe they left together to go and found and start working on a new studio that's basically going to be the spiritual successor to rocksteady now that rocksteady is going to be a live service studio so i thought that was really compelling really interesting but it does just go to show you these studios are defined by the people within them not by the studio it's um, it's just not that simple to say that, well, Rocksteady made my favorite game ever, Batman Arkham City. Therefore, everything else they do is going to be great. It's like, no, it's the people that made it in that building that matter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and did you see that there were previews coming up as well? Uh, some uh, people were able to play the game. Yeah. Uh, and talk about it on January 9th. So next week, when we do the show, we will have some... Uh, impressions from those people of course uh those i mean i'm not sure if press played it as well i've 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 mostly seen just like enthusiastic like uh yeah uh people that 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 covered avengers for example a lot as well yeah uh being sent out to play which of course really cool for them but yeah i'm curious what the yeah if they're i mean igm will probably have like a touch I did well, see other people. I did see Game Informer. They sent out a oh, picture, okay. so they will be there. Um, yeah, then other press probably as well. Probably, but like the one guy I brought up in the video that'll go up was Lejeune or L A A June, or I'm not sure how he wants to pronounce, but was this individual? And just like you said, um, this is a creator. It, it's so similar to Hogwarts Legacy. This is a smaller creator who is a fan of what they've done oh, so yeah, far. I know. Yeah, I know him. He's great. Yeah. yeah. He. Um, I watched a couple of his videos, and he seems very similar to a lot of the guys that got invited out for Hogwarts Legacy. Just seems like a really upbeat, positive guy. Seems like a, he'd be an amazing guy to hang out with. Um, but like you said, he's covered a lot of like the Avengers game, long-term support. He's a fan of these types of superhero live service games. And that is the target audience for yeah. Suicide Squad, so it makes sense why they're bringing them out and maybe not bringing out. Um, yeah, but of course they they know he will probably be positive about the game, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it makes sense because they want to sell the product. But yeah, they did not like they did not reach out to you, for example, and I have been like critical of the game as well to say, hey, we 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 are confident that you will love this. Yeah. Uh, and that because that would be, of course, I think an even bigger statement if we would next week be able to talk about it and say, no, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I hope that that's still true. And of course the companies can decide who they invite and who not. But uh, yeah, the, the, they, they went one way and that's, that's yeah, fine. Exactly. It's just, it's with Hogwarts legacy. I think it worked really well because 
Harry Potter is so huge. That and a that lot game of people, was great. So. Yeah, the game ended up being pretty good. But like that franchise is so big. It was going to sell millions and millions of copies, even if it was absolute garbage, just because of Harry Potter. And uh, the fact that it was like they had a fully crafted version of Hogwarts Castle for you to explore. Like just that was enough for people to want to buy it. So bringing in less critical people to try the game early and to promote it. I, I don't think it was as big of a deal because they were largely preaching to the choir. In this case, you're talking about a game that has a very negative public perception. Pretty much every video that they post online is getting downvoted at least 50% negative, depending on the platform and the channel. Sometimes it's 60, 70, 80% downvoted. Um, so there's a lot of, of, I, not even skepticism, I think straight up cynicism related to this game. And I was hoping that they would try to buck that, that they try to shake it with maybe inviting, I'm not saying me, but just anybody that's been a little bit more critical of it to try and win them over. Or like, again, a public beta where you can publicly discuss the, the game. They can and maybe still announce that. I'm hoping that's what they're going to be doing on the ninth. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll be like, "Yeah, I tried the game, and soon you can too." If they do that, yeah, yeah, that could be the best way to alleviate all of these concerns. Because if the game really yeah. is that good, just let people play it and be convinced of it. Um, yeah, they already and have the course, thing built I mean, out. Yeah, but uh, of course the beta also caveats there. Like it will probably be a few hours and the best parts are usually with these live service games. Like if you could only play the first few hours of Avengers, you would be pretty positive because these hours are really good. But then at one point the grind starts to set in and that's where yeah. uh, things uh, yeah, are not that great. Uh, I want to like uh, kind of say sorry to uh, Rando Slash because uh, they said, please go one week without mentioning Suicide Squad. It's a trash game that's going <laughs> to flop. In the comments under our uh, previous episodes. So sorry about that. Sorry, not um, sorry. <laughs> are there any uh, final thoughts? Because then we're going to drop it. And uh, if people want to learn more, they, they can, of course, watch our video. And next week we will talk about it because, yeah, then we finally have new info. Yeah. So, uh, um, cool. yeah, I mean, final thoughts. I, we're all just keeping a close eye on it. And I think the reason that we are keeping a close eye on it and that we want to talk about it is because this is from a beloved studio that I grew up playing their games. And like Batman Arkham City to this day is one of my favorite games of all time. Like probably top three. It just hits me in the feels every time I play it and boot it up. Um, and so it comes from a place of love. I want this to be their their magnum opus. I want this to be the best thing they've ever done. And the fact that it's probably not is just really heartbreaking because I know what they're capable of and that makes it tough. Um, any closing thoughts from you? Um, no, let, let, let's wait and see what the, the previews say and then we can also see who they invited and what they are talking about. And I mean, they will have another insider as well. It, it just kind of, I mean, it is kind of what we feared that they will probably, if this game is successful, be a... Yeah, studio that only supports it. That that that's kind of sad. But on the other hand, the chances that this is a success, sadly, is very low. Even though, even if the game is really good, we know what it takes to get people hooked. Um, and why uh, every studio that never did a game like this before and is doing it on this high of a level did not succeed. So I have a hard time believing that. Uh, yeah. 
it will be uh, different this time. But we will we will see. And I hope it's good. I that, that's what I also said. Like I want every game to be great. Um, but I yeah, so far not proven otherwise. So. Yeah. Um, also, Joachim, thank you. Eleven months of membership. Ooh, baby, we're close. Happy New Year to both of you. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year as to well, you, my as well. friend. Um, yeah, one year of support. That's crazy. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, okay, yeah. so one of the things we wanted to tackle in this uh, episode was kind of the the discussion around. Um, 2024 and the big releases because apparently last week when we were talking about it we missed a good number of uh of releases it was not really the the intention of the episode of course uh it was to do some predictions for for the new year uh but then we had nice digs in the comments under that uh yeah youtube video that of course yeah after we go live the video stays up on the luke live channel said you guys made so many games that we're getting this coming year we're going to be bloated with so many because i do remember you pointing out and rightfully so that it won't be the same as last year uh we can now say last year and then talk about 2023 how weird is that but uh and like and how we're kind of like especially afraid of that may june uh sort of like that that summer that, that extended summer period like those middle months of the year that that's probably there there are no release like it really seems that we would get in terms of like big games right dragon's dogma rise of the ronin on march 22nd and then we have black myth wukong on august 20th and between that uh, there has been no like big sort of thing and the same happened in 2022 Mm. uh, with of course elden ring horizon tiny tina in march and then the first game in august was saints row of course there are smaller games here and there but like talking about the the bigger releases last year we of course had a constant slate of new releases 2022 we were just so lucky because 2022 was like we had elden ring which pretty much everybody played and talked about for like three four months straight and so it just filled the void really well i don't know if we're gonna have something like that this year though um because there doesn't seem to be any huge tentpole game that could dominate public discourse like that in the same way. No, I don't think so either. I think Dragon's Dogma 2 will be that, oh my god, this is maybe better than people expect, but I don't think it will be on the same level. And of course, the Elden Ring DLC could perfectly land in May. Like that, that, I do think that that could be that sweet spot for them. Mm. Um, We know it won't be before March or before April, so... They will need more time for that. So I thought, like, because we did not talk about all the specific games, why not look at the the year and, yeah, mention a lot of titles? So then I do think we walk away feeling like, okay, it's indeed maybe a bigger year than we last week uh, gave it credit for. Um, So that was kind of the the plan here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me pull up. I mean... Yeah, we got a donation here real quick from Drinner D. Oh, Drinner. Um, Swap in between so many tabs. Drinner, thank you. Oh, geez, 10. Very generous. What's up, guys? It's been a while. Luke, did you ever check out Trepang 2? Jor, any thoughts on Path of Exile? Possibly surpassing Diablo 4. Any other games get ruined by live service BS lately? Uh, Tune in to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like this season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As for Trepang 2, I have it uh, on my wish list. I have just not 
pulled the trigger yet. The newest game I tried out of nowhere was last night. I tried um, Lethal Company, finally, that game that's been going viral everywhere. And it was a good time. Yeah. Very funny. Very uh, a very good like group social dynamic party game. It was really fun. Um, cool. But yeah, yeah, you need to try but- tripping. Yeah. Yeah, Path of Exile, of course, the second game, I think, is coming out uh, this year. Um, like, surpassing Diablo 4, like, I do think Path of Exile is free to play, but I, I've never played a Path of Exile. I do know there's, like, a hardcore fan base for it, and the second game looks even better from the sort of trailers and gameplay that I've seen. Um, but yeah, I think it's hard. Like, I think Diablo 4 will get the Game Pass this year, so that will totally boost the numbers, because then it's basically, quote-unquote, free to play if you already have the subscription so that will probably boost Diablo 4 they of course have the expansion as well I think Belfast I will be will be big though because when the first game came out I don't think the sort of Twitch audience and, and stuff like that was really big so I do think a lot of streamers will jump on it um, but I think Diablo 4 with the uh, recent uh, like uh, season has been doing pretty well for itself actually yeah so. I think it's the one thing I like, I've not played a lot of these in the end game phases. So let me be clear. I'm not an expert at all with these types of games, but <coughs> it does seem that, uh, POE is much harder core and much yeah. more niche than Diablo. Like Diablo did an amazing job of getting that mainstream appeal, which is something blizzard's always been able to do. Um, and I don't think POE is going to do that because part of what excites people about poe is just how hardcore it is and how much it's not like streamlined and dumbed down for ease of access and stuff so it's probably a much better long-term game than diablo 4 has been thus far but um do i think it like surpasses it probably among hardcore fans yeah but among the broader like mainstream probably not that would be my guess uh, personally. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think I think you're probably right. And I mean, these games can perfectly coexist. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. They're kind of fulfilling different market niches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then sure. as for the last part, any other games ruined by live service BS lately? Can you think of any other announced games that have been spoiled by that? I don't. know. It seems like they've gone to rather like than doing the Naughty Dog and. Uh, Rocksteady thing, a lot of these companies are now shifting towards giving them to dedicated multiplayer studios, which is, I think, a better option, and I think they've realized yeah, I, that. I, I, I'm still uh, still scared for Gorilla Games and their, yeah, uh, because actually in the Insomniac uh, leak um, there was like one it, it didn't reveal anything but it, it said like, it was like one page and it said, Gorilla Games current project uh, the multiplayer Horizon game and that was the only project that they were working mm. on right now. And and I think that after Zero Dawn, they immediately went to work on Forbidden West. So th- th- I think once again, we are seeing that I do think Horizon 3 will be way later than the usual five-year gap because a lot of developers that I follow on X or Twitter uh, are now have now in their bio, uh, I worked on Zero Dawn and Forbidden West, and now I'm working on the Horizon Online project. Like... On one end, that's cool that they are putting those resources there. That that really shows that they, yeah, that that the best talent at Guerrilla Games is working on it. On the other hand, yeah, that means that they're not working on Horizon Three. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm still holding my fingers crossed that that game will be successful. Or it's gonna be a huge gamble, I think. And uh, yeah, 
will be yeah. interesting. It's... On the other hand, I do think that Horizon is kind of hitting a ceiling in terms of what it can achieve for single-player games. I think, I mean, did you see that Horizon Zero Dawn was the be- is the best-selling PS4, PS5 game hmm. of all the games? Because it sold super well on PC more than God of War. Uh, um, it does like it's it's like four million on PC and yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. I've always like thought twenty million, and I'm not the only person to say this, but I've I've always thought that Horizon is primarily sold, especially in the mainstream, based off of the spectacle. It's just a really cool visual kind of premise that you're you're a human in a sort of post-apocalyptic world fighting gigantic robot dinosaurs. That's just cool. And so it's almost the avatar effect where people are going and playing it at launch because it looks really cool. Beyond that, like they're not probably paying that much attention to the story or to the lore implications of different things. Like they're mostly there to fight big robot dinosaurs and that's pretty much it. And that, that can be great. That can be fine. That can definitely sell a lot of copies. But you do have to ask yourself, okay, how do we turn the knob up even higher? And I, I agree. I think like, what does horizon three do? That's really different and exciting. I'm not sure. I think it needs like a spinoff or a reinvention in a way. Like if they did something like an Elden ring style thing where it's about these massive, uh, kind of boss fights or hunts, you could do a, a monster hunter type of thing. Um, where instead of just hunting a thousand thunder jaws to try and get, Okay, a thousand is an exaggeration, but instead of hunting like six thunder jaws to get the crafting materials you need, have it be like a much more elaborate process to go hunt one of these. Like you have to plan for it. You have to get all the materials and everything. I think that could do really, really well and make it a little more hardcore. But then again, like that might satiate the more hardcore gamers. It might not lead to the most sales though. Uh, yeah, it's a fascinating uh, conversation. I saw the Avatar comparison as well, and I, I just don't think that's true. I think Avatar has reached its peak, I think, already. And I think Horizon is still really in the early days in terms of they are still going to do the TV show. They did This world is so fascinating, and right now we've only seen it through the eyes of Aloy. And I really hope that they can expand on it. And maybe the online game is the right call because that, that's what I've been thinking about more with again what can they do in horizon 3 because the the biggest part is that forbidden west sold way less than zero dawn that's like that's not something you want to see in a in a franchise that your first game is super successful again 24 million or so for zero dawn and then you have forbidden west that is at 8.5 million and then they put it in uh, playstation plus uh, extra and then it did not sell more People were just playing it through that service, and I don't think you get the most engaged fans from that. So no. they're, they're in this really interesting position where the third game, I how is that gonna sell more than the second one? Like it will be an even higher barrier to entry. Like I I did not play uh, Forbidden West and also the DLC. I don't know what's going on anymore. It, it looks cool, but I'm good. So maybe this reset, this this online game that seems to be more an open world as well that should still have narrative because they are looking for like narrative directors and uh, writers to work on on this online game um maybe this is their plan and maybe this will propel because it will probably launch on pc day one as well to a way bigger audience and then show how cool this world is uh but i 
what what my worry is to get back to that like life surface uh what ruins i would not be surprised if the horizon online game is super successful guerrilla games like let's make season after season and people are eating it up that there will be a blog post or like a twitter post or whatever where it's like black thing we know you want to see the end of Aloy's story unfortunately like that that they're that they're just like cutting like making horizon 3 either a smaller game or releasing a comic to tell how like i don't think that they will go that far but i do think that if the horizon online project is so successful and sony sees we can way better put better put all the or all the resources into that game make dlc etc etc that that will cannibalize or like hurt the the single player Oh, part yeah. of it and i'm kind of scared for that well i mean it's uh, the other thing that's been kind of confirmed with all of the uh financial document leaks and, and slideshows and stuff and it's just that these single player games are horrifyingly expensive <laughs> like they are so expensive to make like these these are often more expensive than many blockbuster films and um so they're extremely expensive to produce. It's very difficult to recoup the money, especially like, you know, when you are hoping for 24 million units and it looks like over the same period of time, you might get up to 10 or 12 million, at, you know, not even surpassing the last entry. And so you just have to wonder what the, the long-term prospects are. For me, I think the, the frustration, and I saw it echoed, granted, in my own echo chamber and my community, uh -huh. but... Uh, I saw a lot of people that just were frustrated that Horizon Forbidden West was the same formula of Zero Dawn with very little changed and um, improved, in my opinion. Like, sure, th there were more dinosaurs. Sure, there was technically a bigger map. There were more beautiful set pieces and stuff. But it didn't really do anything novel or different. It felt like just a big DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn. And I don't think... I think you get away with that once, but then people kind of check out because they're sick of the formula, like we've seen with Assassin's Creed. Once people realize that you're just kind of doing the same thing over and over again, they sit out until something goes on sale or until you show them that something's really changed. And maybe that online game is the revamp and is the reinvention that the fans don't realize they want. Or maybe it just burns people out more and spoils. Yeah, or it. maybe it it creates a new audience. Like it could be. I, I remember going to the Anthem uh, preview event, and I was there with like Bioware hardcore fans, and they were like, "So, it, this game is not for us. Like the, we are the biggest Bioware fans ever, and we're playing this, and we're like, yeah, we don't see the bio. Of course, that game had many issues, but." It was Bioware trying to get a new audience, and maybe this is the same for Guerrilla Games. That's yeah, the people that that like Aloy's story for whatever reason and like to just play it alone. That they now have to team up with three other randos to take out a Thunderjaw that they can first kill alone. Maybe that's not gonna go well for them. Um, but yeah, maybe that is what they're kind of chasing. So. It will be fascinating. I I see uh, Imperium in the uh, the uh, in the chat here. Don't forget that VR game from Horizon. That's actually a good point. <laughs> yeah. That that actually, yeah. For I am I'm like one of the biggest Horizon fans. I did not finish it because I I just it was not why I like that series so much. Even though it was what I said, a new game, a new perspective on the world. But I but it was made by like a second team. It was not like a Guerrilla Games game. 
Yeah. So um, it's just, but yeah, I, I think they're trying to find ways to utilize these IP that are really successful. I think, you know, The Last of Us has done a great job crossing over into the mainstream with HBO. Um, and, you know, we're going to see them attempt that with other franchises, of course, and hopefully those find success as well. But I just I'm not uh, I'm not convinced that you can just take X franchise make a TV show, maybe a movie, and then also toss in a live service version of the same formula and then have it all be successful. I just don't think every franchise works like that and can cater to it. Maybe Horizon does, but I think it's going to matter a lot on sort of the the key premises of this online game. Is it meant to be just kind of a cartoony version of the base games, but now you can play with friends? That is yeah yeah we have to wait and see we we, we don't, know. don't know maybe that, that it was old concept art maybe they've changed i hope that they've changed yeah the, the look uh but we will uh have to wait and see but it is interesting like god of war sold super well god of war ragnarok has already sold more so it, it does show you that i think ghost of shima 2 will sell way more than one yeah I think so, so yeah. it is that that is kind of i do think that that inside guerrilla games there must be some like ooh. Uh, yeah, is it like worth it to put so much resource into this? Uh, maybe we're overdoing it because I saw some people say as well, isn't there also an Horizon MMO? And that quickly touched on the news story. Yes, there is. And that's separate from the Horizon online game. People are constantly confused about this. I totally get it. But w- like to put it out real quick. So there's the single player games. There's the online game that's called Horizon Online that is Guerrilla Games is making themselves. Seems to be the primary pro- project right now. Then we have uh, Zero Dawn Remaster. Looking at the sales for Zero Dawn, kind of get why they're doing it now. And of course, they have the TV, TV show on Netflix. So they hope to yeah get some new people interested and they will then buy the Zero Dawn Remaster. And then we have the NCSoft mobile game potentially and this game seems to be run on... Uh, so, of course, Decima is the Guerrilla Games engine. Death Stranding is using it as well. Um, seems like this Horizon MMO game will be on Unreal Engine 5, though. Again, made by NCSoft. They are known for Guild Wars, Lineage, uh, Aeon. So, yeah, that's like a completely separate project that's being made in Korea. And, uh, yeah, that will launch way later than the online project and uh, be mostly on phones, maybe also on PC, and as some people say, why is it not coming to PlayStation? But that's, I do think that that's, why is Assassin's Creed Jade not coming to console? Like, there's just a reason why these mobile games work on mobile. And yeah, people on console have different experiences. Uh, Plus, you all have phones, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, right. Mr. Boogie, thank you. Or Boogle, Boogie, Boogle. I think Boogle. Uh, thank you for the five gifted uh, memberships, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very generous. Ooh. Okay, um, so uh, yeah, like I told you before the podcast, I do have some people over, so I do have to go. Not yet, but that's why I wanted to move on. If you you're did. okay with that, yeah. uh, so I, I saw someone ask if we talked about Star Wars Outlaws yet. So I thought it was interesting to quickly go over that new story. That's of course the yeah the open world Ubisoft Star Wars game. That is one of the biggest games probably this year. I mean. It might be the Jedi Fallen Order sort of. Fallen Order was like the number three best-selling game the year it came out, so in 2019. Maybe Star Wars Outlaws has the 
yeah can can get there as well if it's like uh, any good so um disney put up a blog post they were like oh what you can expect from all our brands in 2024 and there they mentioned star wars outlaws as well that that would be coming in late 2024 and a lot of people like ran with that story because we just know 2024 we even know that it was at one point in the ambitious ubisoft hallways like planned for early 2024 we of course know that that has been delayed so it won't be coming out before april 2024 but afterwards um yeah and so disney ran with late 2024 so yeah that would be october november but then ubisoft reached out to kotaku and there they basically said uh, the late 2024 was uh, a mistake. Um, it is just gone like with them, like correcting, like even like in the early days of January, sending an email to Kotaku about it. I do think that that implies that it's mid of the year, like it's nowhere near late. Otherwise, why would you really go out of your way to correct that? Um, so yeah, it, it's coming maybe. In that first half, that would be cool to have this in May or something, uh, hmm. late, May the fourth, uh, maybe uh, <laughs> or later or later. Uh, Can you imagine? Yeah, that, oh, yeah. What, what day of the week is that? Hold on, hold on. That would be amazing. I mean, uh, I, I don't think they because Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor also launched like just before May the fourth. They were so close, so I don't think they look at that at all. Yeah. For any, it's a uh, Saturday, so probably not. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> it would have been great. Um, yeah, 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 but still, like, uh, released the day before, and then in some countries, it's already May the fourth. Hey. Yeah. Hey, getting that extra. No, but uh, yeah, so it's probably coming a little earlier. Um, and that makes sense because I wanted to throw this up as well. Remember that Ubisoft out of nowhere announced Division 3 uh, last year. And um, yeah, they basically said, yo, Julian, who is now the creative director on Star Wars Outlaws, when he's done, like when Star Wars Outlaws has shipped, were the correct words, uh, he will return to the division to be a brand executive producer so basically oversee the development of the Division 3, but also uh, like look at the Heartland game, the free-to-play console title, and the Resurgence, which is the mobile game that is launching in a few months. Um, so yeah, with them already saying that in September 2023, would be weird if uh, more than a year later you would finally go to work on the Division 3. Also, that Ubisoft post said the Division 3 development begins. So... I, I do think that Star Wars Outlaws is sooner than we maybe think. Um, because, yeah, they're already starting without him. And, yeah, he has to join as yeah. soon as possible. Think. I mean, it, it would be really interesting if that's um, if that's what this ends up breaking down as. Because I, I think we're all just so used to things being delayed into oblivion. <laughs> that, like, the prospect of a game coming, like, a little faster than you thought is just so novel. It's so weird. Um, but... Yeah, and yeah, and Ubisoft, Ubisoft normally re- only launches games in, uh, yeah, the the October, November, December, January, February, March. So it's not common for them to launch earlier. But this, of course, with Disney, so there are probably other moving parts. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's exciting. Um, so, and I mean, that that's one game that has everybody very, very intrigued and very interested. So 
I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. That one's going to be crazy as we find out more about it. Um, Can't wait to buy the Mandalorian Helix pack, though. <laughs> you know it's going to be there. You know it's going to be there. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. 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 And then you can get like an extra, you can get a skin for the little creature that follows you around. Oh, it look no. Like baby oh. Yoda or something. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, yeah. They're going to abuse that for sure. And you know we're all going to buy it. I mean, let's be honest. We're all going to uh, buy it. <laughs> uh, you want to uh, wanna go over the, the list that I put in the doc for like, I think just naming them and then if we want to say something quick about the game. Uh, yeah. This was like kind of a, like an idea to go over all the games uh, that I think could be interesting that, that that i think we will at least maybe mention once in the future on the podcast sure uh, sure so at very top of the list prince of persia the lost crown is coming on january 18th this is one ooh. i think we both have mentioned it before it looks really good for the kind of game it is but i personally am not sure if the kind of game it is is going to help it succeed in the mainstream yeah um I think just the genre. Unless it has like nines or something, like really high scores, and maybe it gets like a renaissance at the Game of the Year Awards or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's like really that good because it's the Rayman Legends team, and I do think those games got like Best Family Game or something, probably, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They probably had some awards. So It's a great team. It's a great team, and so far it looks really good. It's just it it might struggle to find mainstream. You you got your uh, review code yet? Maybe. Maybe not. Okay. Okay, now I think we are, you are allowed to say it, but I, I, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I saw some people online that, that had it already. So If uh, you were hypothetically allowed to say that you do, hypothetically, then I would confirm yes. Okay. But yeah, if okay. I were hypothetically unsure if you can confirm it, I would be really coy. I saw some <laughs> other people do it, so... Uh, I, no, I saw I, I saw like the VGC uh, guy as well. So oh, okay. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I I do cool, have cool, a cool. copy. Yeah. Nice. Um, something I don't have a copy of Sony. Ooh. The Last of Us Part Two remastered. I don't know if they'll send that codes for this. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I already had one like this guy. Oh, you. Me- I think you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah to be fair, I have forgotten to email. I have a post-it note on my desk about emailing them about it, and I keep forgetting. So it's my own damn fault. Um, that one really interested in seeing. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to just play that that rogue light modes uh, i think that's gonna be fun ten dollar upgrades i don't think i will play through the whole game again <laughs> yeah uh, i mean yeah. it's <laughs> it can be a bit of a trudge i'll tell you what yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did do it for part one but that was like yeah i i i, I re- only played lost was one like in 2013 so I did too because I thought that there was going to be some new stuff added. I thought they were like joking with us and then ended up just being the game and like that was it. So I was like, oh, well, crap. Um, yeah. Okay. What else do we have? Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Uh, I haven't not played the previous one, um, but I heard good things about it. But that, that looks like a game that you really you need to have the time for it. Yeah. Uh, Very big game. Very big game. Yeah. Tekken 8. I personally am not a huge fighting game player. I just am not very good at them, and I've never cared enough to get good at them. So I know some people are super into them. Um, the last fighting game I really spent time playing was, I think, Injustice 2. And I played that with Nikki. We went through the story together and like handed off the controller between fights. That was a good time. But other than that, I haven't really played fighting games much at all. 
<laughs> yeah, same. I, I will maybe play it at the friend's house at one point or or not. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my. <laughs> and then Persona Three Reload. I, I know some people are, that are gonna absolutely lose. Yeah, no, it's drops. cool that they're making remaking that, and it's on Game Pass as well. Um, don't don't mention the next game. Yeah, sorry everybody, We're we can't talk about this. We talk about it too much. We're just gonna skip past it. Yeah, Helldivers. Yeah. So if you, yeah, yeah, if you we'll know just... what's coming out on February second, then you know. Yeah, okay. yeah. Even that was too specific. <laughs> um, oh, really? Helldivers two coming to PC and PS five on February eighth. This is one I think Sony's like ex trying to push. I don't know. I've heard nobody talking about it. Honestly, no, no, no. I might stream it, and that 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 will be it. Yeah, I don't know. Just I did play it. the first game though. It was thought it was great, but it's like kind of hardcore. It's like from uh, or the uh, friendly fires on and stuff. Oh really? Oh that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Banishers, Ghost of Dew Eden. Yeah. I'm curious about this one, the new Donut game. So they of course did Remember Me and Vampire. Uh, and this looks to be more like that. And they, of course, also are known for Life is Strange. Um, but yeah, it kind of gives me Loki uh, God of War 2018 vibes. And then with choices that have an impact on the world. I'm always for new IPs, single player action RPGs. So I really hope this is good. Um, but yeah, I, I hope it's not another like Atlas Fallen, which was, of course, the previous big focus game. And that, yeah, did not do it for me so yeah no and i the vampire team vampire is one of the the games i actually end up going back to a lot it's just really different it's really unique and um it's got plenty of clunk don't get me wrong it's very very rough around the edges but if you play that thing and if you like stories with like branching consequence in a, a victorian setting you're gonna love it it's pretty cool um Let's see. Uh, Tomb Raider. In the chat, what is a what is a hell diver like? They really have to start the marketing on that one. Everybody's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Tomb Raider one through three remastered, starring Lara Croft. Yes, everyone, it's Lara, not Laura. That's also a pet peeve of mine when people are like, oh, it's Laura Croft. Like, it's not Laura. It's oh. There's no you. Um, but that comes out on Valentine's Day. Aww. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm gonna like if I and care that if much. If you like get <laughs> get someone on Valentine's Day and want to lose them two days later, go force them to play Skull and Bones yeah. with you. Give them a Skull and Bones pre-order uh, yeah. for Valentine's Day, and then go right in there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. finally launching on the 16th of February. It's finally gonna be a thing. I've played it. I've tried it. It's just there's just not much there um yeah and it's just How too is bad possible some Eight people years. yeah some people i think are gonna like it but it's just like everything it tries to do other games just do better and then they have other things like there's a solid hour and a half of grind before you get your first like ship ship that you can use where you're going around as a pirate collecting like uh, crafting materials with a little mini game where you have to select things in a sliding window at the right when it's in the green you have to hit the slider in there and it's just like i thought i was a pirate why am i doing this this is like tedious for a mobile game what are we doing just a lot of weird choices yeah. um nightingale coming to pc on february 22nd in yeah. early access 
You know which game that is? That's the ex Bioware makers that are doing like a survival game, and it has like a pretty cool system where in the world you, of course, like collect wood and stuff. You make like a village, and then you collect cards as well, and then you can combine these cards at a portal, and then that portal opens up like a That's randomized right. different world, and then you go into that world, and it's like there are different creatures, and it should be like endless. And the idea is that they're, yeah, that they're they're will be this community that will be like yeah if you combine this card with this card then you get this type of world blah blah, blah. so the, the ideas are pretty cool the art style is really awesome it's a first person like survival game so that's that's kind of throwing me off mm. but i do think it could be like a big a stream hit uh yeah when it launches in early access yeah and we've seen that there's some games that just do well in terms of streaming like the one i mentioned earlier the um lethal company as a game, got a lot of problems. It's like very clunky, kind of buggy. It It's kind of weird. It doesn't always work properly, but it's freaking hilarious and it works tremendously well as a streamer game. And what have we seen? Overwhelming success. Like it has 200,000 overwhelmingly positive Steam reviews or something stupid like that. Like crazy successful, almost purely because it's a really good game with friends and for streamers to, to play for their audiences. So... If you have another game that comes out and is also good like that in the same way, that could be all you really need to be set up for immense success in the long yeah, term. Yeah, cool. Um, Sons of the Forest, didn't this already launch? Yeah, I'm not sure why. Uh, I, I was like, maybe it's like early access as well and now it's out. Is that oh, possible? like the official 1.0 version? Maybe. I think so. But let's uh, skip like that. that. There's like a Brothers a Tale of Two Sons remake that was announced at the Game Awards for people who... Uh, yeah, I did not play that. Uh, and then the big one for me, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. There are yeah. people already saying that it will be the game of the year of this year, and I'm like, what? What? It's it's January fifth. What, <laughs> what are you talking about? But I do think it has a chance of being in that that conversation. Of course, yeah. the first part of the remake was amazing, and this looks to be bigger. I, I'm just so scared for for Square, and I, I should not be like, like their company, but. I just don't see new people play this. I really think it will be a, yeah, kind of like what we talked about with Horizon. Like, if you like the remake, they did give it away uh, on PlayStation Plus at one point. Uh, so, yeah, there are way more people. Like, the, a lot of people have played that first game um, and might be curious. But, yeah, they call it Seven Again Rebirth. Like, the naming is, like, weird again. I'm, I'm just... This this should be like Final Fantasy 16 a 10-pole open-world Sony RPG or, like, PlayStation 5 exclusive RPG. And, like, we talked about it as well. Like, probably if we do a video on it, there won't be a lot of people watching, but there is still an audience out there. I just think that this game will sell super well day one, and then it will fizzle out, sadly. So Yeah, I have the same kind of feeling, especially with it being a sequel to the part one of a remake of an older game. I, I think people will play it. We'll talk about it. But I, I'm starting to get a feeling again that this might be another Final Fantasy 16 situation yeah. where it's really good, but it just doesn't really dominate a lot of discourse. Um, so unfortunately, yeah. so we'll see. Outlast Trials also, that one I thought also came out. Maybe this is also uh, okay. Also, uh, like then official. that list that I the polygon uh, was not up to date. Yeah, uh, let's move on. That yeah, um, Alone in the Dark, 
I'm trying to remember this one. Uh, this the the one with the 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 actor from Stranger Things, like the the. Oh, they oh. they delayed it out of October because of the the other games there. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a third person. It's like a yeah yeah. This rings a bell. Alone they, yeah, the David dark. Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, th this is an interesting one. I wanted to keep an eye on. Remember, I thought you got a very nice donation. You should. Oh, did I? Sorry, I have my full screen on this that you oh, guys yeah, can no, see. Sure. So I, can... I will go continue with the list afterwards. Uh, okay. Um, so, oh my God, everything is so zoomed in. Hold on. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Jose, thank you for the 20. Luke Stevens is sexy, is a sexy MFer. You're damn right. I love your channel. Keep doing what you're doing. Badass brother. Keep it up. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. You guys got to also send uh, Mr. Joraptor some love, too. Joraptor is a hunk as well. Uh, I mean, I'm loved. I'm, I'm good. But uh, sometimes <laughs> it's nice to get to, to... I mean, I'm not that sexy MF, though. So, like, some things are... No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, thank you, my friend. That's very generous of you. Thank you. Yeah, very generous. Thanks. Um, as for <laughs> this stuff... Thanks, Dylan. Let's see. Alone in the dark. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2. I think what you said earlier is right. I think this is one of those games that probably is not going to be talked about a ton before it launches besides the core fan base. But I do think once clips of this start going viral on like TikTok and YouTube, I think people are going to start to play it. And I think this is going to be probably a, f a couple weeks after it initially launches, I think is when it's going to really start to peak in terms of public discourse. So I expect that to do really well. Rise of the Ronin. I've heard a lot of people talk about this one. And yeah, um, I think a lot of people are interested. I'm like, it doesn't look bad, but I still would rather just have Ghost of Tsushima 2. And I'm hoping that they yeah, announce that once it's this Yeah, but it's the appetizer. It's the appetizer, right? Yeah. We don't have Ghost of Tsushima 2, so why not have this? I, I, I think it's going to be, uh, yeah, I, I see a lot of anticipation for it as well. I, I just don't think we've seen enough to really give it that sort of like hype but i do think it will be the first game from uh koei tecmo and uh team ninja that are working on it mm -hmm. uh or uh, that 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 really maybe finally reaches that more mainstream audience um because they're hungry for for a uh, ghost to and this yeah looks like that open world uh game in the japanese setting um there will be multiple difficulties i think i once said on a podcast and in a video as well that it will be of similar like difficulty versus Neo that of course this team did before it, but it should be actually a bit, uh, yeah, th there will be options. So that's of course nice. Um, so it still will be hard for people that want it, but if you want a more, yeah, regular Sony exclusive type experience, you can go for that as well. So I think that's probably Sony telling them, hey, we want this to appeal to more people. I really hope it's good. I, I still think the freaking March 22nd, same day as Dragon's Dogma 2, Come on, guys. Yeah, like, just why? why? <laughs> There's no reason for it. I agree. Yeah. It's like you're kind of shooting yourself in the fixed. foot. You just don't need yeah. to do that. Um, yeah. And then after that, there is probably my most anticipated game of the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> South Park Snow Day. This was one of the far out of left field games that I don't think anybody really saw coming. There were rumors they were working on another South Park game. I didn't expect it to be this. I'm not mad about it i'm just not like 
It, I, I, like it, it's no stick I mean, of truth, but it looks like it could no, be fun. No, but it, yeah, it, it makes those games feel even more special. Like that was like watching a South Park TV show, but you were actually playing it. Uh, the combat was hilarious and how they like changed that up. I, f- I, thought, I thought those games were really, really good. And mm-hmm. this, uh, like talking about live service BS, like this is that, right? It's like, let's pick a South Park as a popular series and maybe yeah make like a pvp game about it or something i don't i have watched a few trailers like a a multiplayer sort of match based sort of pvp game right mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know and then again the graphics it just goes to like show that. you that like this is the normal kind of uh tv show movie game tie-in thing that we get uh, or used to get and so again like you said it makes stick of truth and fractured but whole feel all the more special that we got those instead um i think it'll be fun it'll it won't be for everybody of course i'll probably try and it for look a since you hours. said uh uh people should send some love my way we, uh, the chat has been uh amazing so okay. thanks everyone for good that. That's yeah, cool. see, see, very cool. Yeah, they, they all think it. They just don't verbalize. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody was thinking it already. Um, Black Myth Wu Kong. This one also has a lot of people yeah, very, banger. very Potential. interested. It's looked amazing for a long time. Whether it's a good video game or just a really good game that showed place as well. But do you think, based on what you played, do you see yeah. that working for twenty, thirty hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think so? Uh, Okay. Yeah, I do. That's good. So, I mean, they have even open levels, some gear and stuff to collect. Um, The bosses all seem super varied. Uh, I I just love that you kind of feel powerful as well. Instead, that's always my pet peeve with the Souls games from from software, apart from Sekiro, and that's why that's my favorite. Like, you're... It feels like you're... It feels like I'm sometimes just fighting against the controller because... I, yeah, I, I just want to like move like Aloy or something, and then fight this e- enormous creature, and that is what Black Myth Wukong is kind of giving you with mm. really cool abilities. We will have to see how deep it all goes, um, but I think it will. If 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 what I played, I mean, uh, for me it was already like that. It was like, what am I gonna fight this time? And the world is beautiful. I, maybe the story there probably won't really be one uh, that that will be interesting. I, I think um but yeah the, this game also like this one of those kind of similar to hogwarts legacy obviously it's completely different but this is one of those games that is not on like a lot of people's radar in the sort of gaming people that are working in the industry but every time they launch like a gameplay and it has been like one of the this has been going on for many years they've released like a trailer every year and these rank in like 5 million 10 million views and there are just people that are that that don't typically game the Call of Duty Bros. They will probably buy this as well because it looks insane. So I totally think this will set the world on fire if it's really as good as it as it looks uh, when it comes out. It's kind of the bio mutant f- thing. Remember that, but yeah. that of course fell flat. Um, but there was still like there wasn't an, and and I think Black Mirror going is completely different in terms of like. Uh, how good it's probably gonna be but for biomutant there was also this weird sort of need for it people were really hoping it was gonna be great and then it suddenly turned out to be bad so mm. i've i've different hope for this but i do think it could be a really big success if it uh yeah 
does yeah, well. If it, I, if it's I agree. I think that could be one of the surprise slash not surprise hits of uh, of the year. Um, Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. This is one I'm also naturally yeah. uh, very excited for as a Warhammer fan. Uh, we've seen tidbits where they're bringing, you know, Thousand Sons, which is my main army. They're going to be in there. In addition to Tyranids, um, which have been in most of the trailers and stuff that we've seen. It was originally slated for release late 2023 or just 2023. I think they said holiday technically. Um, and then it was pushed all the way to September, which hopefully just means yep. that they're giving it extra time, extra polish. It was a little stuttery in some of the stuff that we saw. Like, And this, this could be big for them. So good on them that they give it more time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think... Uh, at least from what I've seen, there is a a flood of new players coming into the tabletop. If you go into any of these Warhammer stores that you see, um, they are are just constantly swarmed with brand new players. Over the holidays, there were tons of people coming in, um, buying gifts for for their like sons and grandsons who were getting into the game for the first time. And so I think it's growing very very quickly, and these video games and stuff are only going to help and then of course also we have the henry cavill uh amazon show that is now in the works oh yeah officially and yep. so that could be part of this tie-in maybe this ties in with trailers or other stuff that we start to get and you'll start to see a big push in warhammer so if you've ever been interested in warhammer i'm telling you this is probably a really good time to get yeah. into it because you'll be in before the wave of craziness that's gonna inevitably come with the tv show so yeah um, for sure. Plus, then you can uh, hear me game, ramble about it, yeah. and it'll make sense. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and the game looks, uh, yeah, surprisingly good at scope as well this time. So, mm. uh, uh, I'm gonna head off now. Uh, we only have so we we went through all the games that have a release date right now, but there are of course still some other games. Should I just quickly mention them. I don't yeah. think we can like Foam Stars. We have to mention that one. Uh, probably the biggest one <sighs> is Elden Ring: Shadow of the Air Tree. We're all kind of yeah, waiting. that good. That could like launch any yeah moment. We we actually this week that that is by the way news. We learned that the the Metal Gear Solid um, three remake is coming this year, uh, and Silent Hill two as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the both the the Konami remakes are coming. Uh, Stellar Blade actually as well. We heard about that too. That's the DMC, uh, yeah, from Chinese makers I think or Korean. Um, but there yeah, like for one of those project that's that sony's kind of like putting their money behind and it looks pretty cool uh that should also be coming in 2023 of course yeah some other games hellblade 2 yeah um little nightmares 3 hades 2 will get in early access in q2 2024 greedfall 2 Uh, yeah that's that's one that's interesting could be cool yeah there's Um, there's a lot of stuff coming without release dates which i'm i'm Wondering if that was a lot of it, people just sitting on the sidelines waiting to hear when GTA 6 was set to release, because uh, until like a month ago. I mean, it's always this case, though, right, that we have like that we know games that are coming this year, but just don't know when. So yeah. I, I don't know if it's like related to that. I, I do think a lot of people in 2024 are like, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's a lot of size of relief, I think. But now I think there's a lot of freedom to place it where they need to. We probably get a, a few of these releasing in the summer, a lot in the fall. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Like you said earlier, I think we'll probably have a, a bit of a dry spell between probably May and 
August where there's just not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe even April starting that as well. Yeah. Maybe yeah. again, Star Wars Outlaws would be perfect for that. Um, oh yeah. A summer oh, game. Yeah, people can just sink their teeth yeah. into. Oh, it would, it would do great. Assuming it's good, of course, but yeah. yeah. Um, but, with uh, all I that, think, yes, I've... you've got to get to your, your friends that you've got over. Yes. This has been wonderful as always. For sure. Yes. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, do it again uh, next week i would yeah. say we'll run it back um for everybody else yeah. listening thank you for joining us i will be back on stream here in about 40 minutes i'm just going to take a little bit of a break and then i'll be um streaming as per normal and we'll be doing a bunch of uh stuff that'll be a good time so stick around go take a break we'll be nice, back nice. and um with all that thank you guys for watching listening all the generous contributions you guys are wonderful yeah thanks everyone and uh hope you again have a, had a great year so far and yes. uh, yeah we will have it's many too episodes long. for you yeah. this year so leave reviews leave a like yes and, uh, yeah yes we'll thanks. see you guys soon much love hugs and kisses bye bye bye